Hey everyone and welcome back to the Deep Talk Podcast. I am so happy to have you all back here with me today. So I'm guessing you're wondering why I haven't been here in so long and I just wanted to start off on that note is that um, I just feel like I recently have had a lot obviously on my plate with school and most of all just a lot going on in my life and I didn't feel like I was in the clear headspace to share and to give when I felt like a little bit depleted on my end and I always want to create the best content for you guys and create something that I know people can vibe with and feel and if I wasn't feeling it you know how how are you supposed to so when I took a little bit of a break before I mentioned that it's hard for me to do something if it isn't authentic to my soul and while this is something that's a big part of what I love to do and a big part of who I am and speaking and touching other people it is very hard for me to do something if it doesn't feel authentic to me in the moment I wanted it to be be authentic to me and to have it be that way for you guys and so recently I found a lot of creativity and joy and sharing myself through writing and I cannot seem to stop writing and it's because it's what's vibing with my soul it's what makes me feel alive and I'm really excited because I'll do a whole podcast on creativity soon which I'm super excited to do because it's so important sharing your passions through creativity and expressing yourself and I think it's so important and I'll touch on that a little bit in this podcast but Most of all, my podcast is a place where I feel like I can really share my voice and not only have I been busy and a lot been going on emotionally in these last months, I think that more than anything is that I didn't feel it in my heart and ever since when I was a kid, if I don't feel it in my heart or if I don't if I don't want to do something, if I'm not motivated to do it, it won't happen. And so that's why I'm, you know, I get my schoolwork done and I get good grades, but what motivates me is my stuff on the side. What pushes me is what I love to do and the best work that comes for me is my own and what works with my soul and what I want to put out. So I'm so happy to be back with you guys and to talk to you guys today. And I'm guessing you're wondering what the damn topic is, Madison, because you've been talking your ass off about you disappearing for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> but anyways, I want to talk about the cliche, the most cliche topic probably ever, but the most true and genuine topic that I think we can ever discuss and the most complicated and I guarantee you're gonna sigh when you hear it but I have never realized how much these freaking cliche things in our lives are the most true and you know we hear it all the time because it's true and I've never realized how honestly real it is until now until this place I am in my life so what's the topic it's loving yourself before you can be with somebody else. I guarantee you've heard this everywhere. And honestly, before we even start this podcast, I want to touch on the fact that this isn't even necessarily about relationships in a romantic way. It's about every single one in your life. So many times I find this popping up in my friendships is that how am I supposed to give you love? How am I supposed to be there for you emotionally if I'm not there for myself? So it's all about how can we love ourselves and not just say it, not just say that I love myself, but how can I live it and how can I do that fully on my end before I put myself with another relationship in my life? And I'm not telling you to cancel your other relationships. I'm not telling you all your friends need to go before you love yourself. It's a work in progress, but it's something that definitely needs to be a work in progress and it's something that you need to start doing. And I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, my struggles with it and how you can also go along this journey with me because you know I haven't perfected it and it's something that I want to talk about while I'm struggling
struggling with it. And I want you guys to join me, to join me on this journey of loving ourselves and how we can do it and how I'm planning on practicing it every day and what's hurt me in the past and how I'm recovering from it. And yeah, so I appreciate you guys being here and back with me today. And let's start diving in to why we kind of don't love ourselves and how we can start. So thanks guys for being here and I'm super excited to talk to you about this today. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing college student, Madison Brandt. Here, we are going to talk deep to the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. All right, guys, let us dive into this topic of loving ourselves today. And I am so excited to talk about this. It is so important and I it just should be something we talk about way more, way more in life. Um, so I wanted to start off with a story, actually, and one that is pretty fresh to me, something that I've recently experienced a, a, a while ago, but something I'm still recovering from and something I still you know, I'm working through. And so I broke up with my boyfriend a bit ago and I am on the journey, the journey back to self-love, self-acceptance and learning about myself. So I wanted to touch on my experience a little bit and I don't want to go into the whole how to heal yourself from a breakup and how do you know if it's the right person? And I, I mean, I already know a good amount of that, but I want to look back in a further time and talk about it. Um, I'll share my experience more right now, but I want to give you guys real tips on how to get through it and how to know when I'm further, further into the future with more experience and more time to kind of look back and connect the dots and just see something in hindsight and really understand it so I can really help you guys. So I just want to jump into my experience because I really think that being able to share it with you guys is going to really help you understand me more along with I bet so many of you relate to this and so many aspects of my story and I'm going to touch on my story as I go through this to kind of, you know, be an example of for loving ourselves, how we can do that, the ways we don't, etc, etc. So I met this boy after high school and we dated a year and a half long distance and girls, <laughs> don't date long distance unless, you know, one of you studying abroad or one of you has a little job in another area for a while. I get it. It happens. There's blips like that. There's long distance sections of your relationship. I know my friend's moms who have their husband go away for a little bit and they come back, you know, like for work, whatever. But I planned at 18 to have a four-year relationship and then to, what, move in with that person and get married? I like... <laughs> it's crazy. It. I was so, so naive and I look back and I almost don't even know who that person to begin with was and I'm so glad that I can look back on it now and be in a new place where I know myself or at least I'm on the path to. So my experience, guys, I, I started dating him, you know, the summer after high school and 
I look back and I realize that everything I did was because of comfort. I wanted to check the box of love so I could focus on myself. And looking back, guys, I I literally am here cringing. Yeah, I think I wanted that comfort because college and going to New York City before I transferred, it was scary to me and I wanted to have some sort of comfort and something to latch onto. And so throwing myself into this new place in this new section of my life where I'm supposed to become and become independent and learn about myself and grow and figure out who I was was so much plus a huge new city that I wanted a piece of comfort and no I didn't look to my family I looked to love and sadly women we tend to do that I want to touch on first by no means was a relationship awful at all I had many people tell me You guys have the most healthy relationship we've ever seen. I mean, we loved each other. We were thoughtful. We took care of each other in hard times. We were there for each other. I mean, there was a lot of love involved. But I think the thing that I regret the most was that I gave up going to college and having my full experience with nothing to hold me back because I wanted to be comfortable and I was afraid to let go of something. So we dated for a year and a half and, yep, long distance and... I can't even tell you the loneliness and the heartache of it of not knowing when you'd see each other next and only seeing each other over the phone. And for someone whose love languages are touch and quality time, I literally got neither. So that was extremely hard. So towards my the last couple months of long distance, I got to a point where I felt like I wasn't growing anymore and I crave growth like growth is the thing to me that I need it's so important to me to constantly be growing I always want to be doing it and I felt like everyone around me was growing and I was staying stagnant and working so hard to make something work that wasn't working and I mean there were so many things I mean long distance I felt like I was on a very motivated path and I was working hard I had my head down I was focusing on school But I felt like he wasn't on the same path and I felt like we were just moving in different directions and I was constantly trying to push him and motivate him and make things work and I felt like I was trying to literally put a a square peg into a round hole or whatever the saying is. I was just pushing and pushing to make things work because I'm headstrong and I don't want to fail and yeah, I didn't want to be a failure and so I kept trying and it wasn't working and there were so many times when I would come home And I would sit in my room and I'd cry and I'd say, what am I doing? Why am I trying so hard to make something work? And it was because I didn't want to lose that piece of comfort. I didn't want to lose having somebody fill that little space in my heart where I felt unloved. And I think, so at the end of the day, guys, I I love myself. I do. I love who I am and who I'm becoming, but... I think unconsciously there's a piece to everyone, including me, where we don't fully love ourselves and we aren't sure how to. And, you know, I may say that I love myself, but are my actions proving it? What does that look like? And me staying in an unfulfilling relationship where I'm not growing, I'm trying to get this person to be on a path where they're not, it's long distance, it's not working, and I'm pushing so hard to try to make things work, made me feel alone and unloved and I was constantly showing and proving to myself in my actions that I couldn't be alone, that I needed this person in order to be happy and comfortable and safe. And I got to a point where I remember thinking, I was in my room, you know, after a long night of doing homework and I I laid back on my pillow and I thought to myself, do I love myself? 
if I loved myself, would I be in this relationship where I feel like I'm doing so much work when it shouldn't be this much work? Do I love myself if this is the time in my life where I'm supposed to learn about who I am and I'm putting myself in a relationship that isn't growing me? I'm not saying that I can't have love or I don't deserve love. I'm saying, is this love right for me? And why am I not loving myself? And why am I not taking this time when I'm literally 20 years old to learn who I am and to focus on myself? Do I love myself? And if I did, why am I acting this way? And so I remember telling my friends about the way I was feeling and they all validated me and they said, Madison, I don't, I don't think it's right for you. The relationship, the timing, I think you need to focus on yourself. And so I listened and I think you have to listen to people who are illogical when their hearts aren't attached to a situation because that is the best advice, guys. I literally listened to a TED talk of this lady talk about how you need to listen to the people who are logical because when your heart's in a situation, you can't think logically. You need the people around you who see things clearly to tell you what's going on. So I'm so glad I had people around me that love me enough to tell me what they think is best for me. And most of the people, a lot of people didn't even see a lot of the problems within a relationship, but they said, what about that growth for yourself, Madison? What about that love for yourself? And I need to get to a point where I can love myself before I put myself with somebody else because otherwise I'm going to be angry about things they do or not be able to love them fully if I have these spaces in my heart that I feel like needs to be filled by somebody else and that I can't fill with myself. And so I want to just talk to you guys today about that and I appreciate you listening to my story. I'm, I didn't dive in fully to it, but mostly I was just trying to make something work that I knew deep down wasn't and I wasn't choosing myself. At the end, I I did and that is the best thing I could have done for myself. So I wanted to start off talking about blind love and blind love is pretty much what you hear. (laughs) It's loving someone blindly. It's loving someone without seeing who they really are and so what does that look like? It looks like this person likes me and I feel good around them, but that's enough. We're not looking at all the qualities that make them a person that could be with us um, for forever or (laughs) for the period of time that we're in. And I've always said to myself, you know, not every relationship needs to be forever and it might just only take you to a certain point in time. And that's friendships too. Sometimes they grow with you and they stop and you move on and things don't work out. But Every person that I choose to be friends with, every person I choose to date is going to have qualities that I can, I don't, I don't think will end, you know? So if I have a friend that ends up leaving, that's fine. But to begin with, she has the qualities of a friend that I obviously want to keep being friends with. So I want to just talk about blind love and how we, we love people for the way they make us feel. We love people and ask if, do they love us? Do they love this part of me? Can they heal this part of me? But what questions you should be asking? Do I love them? Do they have the qualities that I think match up with me? Are they a person I can see myself with? Is this friendship one that I think honors who I am and doesn't try to fill me up in the places where I don't have wholeness? The first thing I say is that we must look at people with our heads and not our hearts if someone is not acting like they care about us, it's probably because they don't care. And that doesn't mean you need to jump in and force them to care. You must let it flow. With love, 
it's not a game. It's easy. It flows. It works. And if it comes, it comes and it goes, it goes. We must not force. And we must not see people for who we want them to be or their potential, but who they are. And when somebody shows you who they are, you must listen. My ex-boyfriend, he... I don't want to call him out or talk about him in a way where he would ever feel hurt. He didn't take out his emotions healthily, and I thought I could help him with that. And I thought I could love him through it. And, you know, that's what relationships are. We love each other through our hard times. But more than anything, we must see someone for who they are. We must see them for who they begin to show us and not who they become because at the end of the day everybody changes a little bit as they go but they're always the person they are at the core you know behaviors change but the person doesn't so when you are seeing someone when you go on that first date I encourage you to look at who the person is don't just sit there wrapped up in your emotions all excited about the feelings of something but look at who they are what are they telling you what do they like to do what what are their habits? Can you tell by when they tell you what they like to do and the way they speak? If they're lazy, if they're motivated, do they care? Do they not? It's to listen to someone's actions and not who you want them to be. And it's hard because when we have someone who cares even a little bit, we want them to care fully because we think that if they love us fully and if we can get them to love us that way, then we're enough. But I want to, (laughs) by the end of this podcast, I want to encourage you guys to Love yourself fully and in a whole way. So when you look at someone with logic and not emotion, you're not needing them to fill you. You're not needing things to work out because it's fine if they don't because you're fine where you are. You're fine with who you are. So my mom gave me this book as a total joke for Valentine's Day, but also, you know, kind of not a joke. (laughs) But so her friend read it and she gave it to me and was like, I don't even, I don't think you need this, but I think you should read this. It I think for every woman, they need to read it. It's called How to Avoid Falling in Love with a Jerk by John Van Epp. And so pretty much the whole idea is that we need to love ourselves and see people clearly and not make rash decisions by emotion. So something that I really took away from this book is that we need to even ourselves out before healing another person. So there's a woman in the book that's dating this man and she's very carefree and he's not and he you know, he looks to her and thinks she's amazing because she's so carefree and wants to be more like that and ends up being so angry at her because she's so carefree and it doesn't work out because she's too much in that way. And so the book states he should have made himself learn how to be more carefree and even out his, you know, his extreme of being so easygoing before he's with her. Otherwise, he's going to look for her to fill that hole where he is not. So, Anywhere in our life that we are really extreme, we must even out before we put ourselves with someone who's the other extreme, expecting them to fulfill it. And that comes back to the love is blind thing, that love is blind and we don't love ourselves enough to, you know, really learn about ourselves and what we need and what we should be like before we go into a relationship and that we want other people to love and heal and fill the spots where we don't love ourselves. So... I want to say that we need to look at people for who they are. And in the first couple of dates, the first time meeting a friend, before, you know, your heart becomes attached to a person, think logically because your brain and that part is attached to addiction and dopamine. It clouds your intelligence about a situation. It clouds your judgment. So thinking with your head instead of your heart, 
as early as you can and no matter how much your heart wants to finally just rest and be with the person and finally have that friend that works out, finally have that relationship that works out, you must ask yourself, who are they? Do they have the qualities that I know that I need? Are they honest? Are they loyal? Are they passionate? Are they loving? Are they caring? Or are they not? And I want to fulfill something in my heart where I can prove to myself that if I can be with this person, that I'm lovable or they'll fill the spot in my heart where I don't have this peace. So as much as it hurts and as much as you want to just be and finally have things figured out, to ask yourself those questions and give yourself permission to walk away if it isn't working. So moving on to loving ourselves. And this is such a complicated topic and it's something that I try to learn more about every day. But loving yourself doesn't mean to just, oh, I love myself. doesn't mean that you automatically do. It means learning about who you are and who you really, really are. So for me, I have so many different patterns and things that I do that I need to learn more about before I'm ever with somebody else. And I always thought, wow, I, I really love myself. I love who I am. And I'm starting to see behaviors pop up in my life where I'm like, wow, do I do I fully love myself? When I am with someone, when I'm dating someone, I'm trying to get them to become something that I want from them. Is that me loving myself? Or is that me trying to force something to work so that I can love myself? I think it's all about learning about who you are and your patterns and what parts you need to even out in your soul so you don't need it from another person. And being able to really accept yourself and be happy with who you are and whole in who you are so that if somebody doesn't want to stay, you're okay because you know that it's not about you. It's about the connection and you're fine the way you are. So I've had things and little, you know, whatever flings as you call them in the past and I noticed myself way too, way too into my heart about things and not seeing the person clearly and being so sad when they leave because then I'm there, I'm left alone and I have to, you know, give myself that love and fulfill that, you know, wholeness that I'm so scared to do and I'm starting to do it and it has been amazing to start seeing if people leave anyone in my life, a friend, a whatever, a, a boy or whatever is that I already have love in my life. I already have wholeness in myself. So if, if you leave, that's okay because I'm already whole. I don't need you f to fulfill a space. So how can we figure out who we are? I think we need to start listening to ourselves. And I was, I was watching this podcast by Tracy McMillan and it's called Marrying Yourself. And it's about the idea of I love myself through better or for worse, through sickness and health, and I I sleep with myself at night. I do everything for myself, and so I better take care of myself and love myself and learn about myself and, you know, wish myself the best and have positive thinking and treat myself like my best friend, you know? I literally told my friend today, I can't hang out because I have plans with my myself. <laughs> I wanted to sit in silence and learn more about who I was and why I do the things that I do. And um, I think you need to spend time with yourself like you would a best friend and go see that movie by yourself and take yourself out on a date and journal and go to yoga and do the things that you would do with a best friend and treat yourself with love and care because you do everything for yourself. Learning about yourself and loving yourself and even if you don't feel like you're lovable no one feels like they're completely lovable we always will struggle with it 
but you're never going to feel like you're lovable or worth anything if you don't if you don't treat yourself like it you know you might say you love yourself but are you drinking whenever you feel sad are you telling yourself that you are ugly or you're having terrible thinking about yourself or having unhealthy behavior you know you could say you love yourself but your actions must prove it and if you constantly prove it to yourself your body and your heart will know we have struggles and we have pain and it is all beautiful and I encourage you guys to start learning more about yourself and for one exploring your body is something that I've been really trying to do and I don't mean that sexually but you know being comfortable in your own skin and you know I wake up every morning and now and look at myself and I say this is what I like about myself and this is what this is my legs do for me my legs are strong and they work and they walk for me and just being able to you know place your hand on your heart or your legs or your arms and say this is me I feel myself I know myself this part of my body does this for me I think it's really important to start falling in love with what your body does for you instead of hating it for not being cute enough for another person your body is a shell that protects your heart and first of all we must love our body and then we must focus on our heart so our heart guys is is the thing that we must marry and we must treat ourselves with the most compassion we must love ourselves with the most compassion and I hope you guys know that at the end of the day you are enough and you don't need to change yourself for a man you don't need him to change for you and that I think the biggest thing we can do is let things flow and let things come out of our life that don't need to be there and come into our life what is and remember that you are worth it alone you are loved alone there are people out there who love you so if somebody leaves you're whole as you are you have the love in yourself and it's a journey we will always go on but I encourage you to when somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to say no to if something doesn't feel right with your soul a day don't do it if you want to be alone and learn more about yourself do it I've had times so many times where people ask me to do something and I feel like I have to go for them but I say no because if I'm feeling like I need to be alone and explore myself and be with myself, I choose that. So when can we choose ourselves? And, you know, if he's asking you to meet a day when you can't, don't flip all your plans around so that you can hang out. Don't bend backwards for people. Bend backwards for yourself. And the right things will come in and fill the spaces where you have openings. And the rest is spent for you and loving you. And I truly believe that if you let go a little bit, and love yourself through the process that things will flow into your life with ease without forcing it because you're not looking to force it because you're fine with things coming and with things going because you already are you already are whole so I encourage you guys to to start spending more time with yourself and loving yourself that means self-care that means the actions you show to yourself prove you put yourself first and to start like falling in love with your body and your heart and learning about yourself and started getting so interested and in asking yourself the questions you'd ask to someone on your first date and really learning about yourself and finally remembering that you were whole and as somebody leaves that that's okay it's not about you it's usually about them people's worlds revolve around them and their perspective and so you need to know that you are loved fully as a human you are you're amazing you do so much for yourself you don't need another person to be that for you because if they hold it in their hands, they can easily take it away. They can walk away with it and leave you with nothing. So let's learn the strength that we have in our hearts and love ourselves 
All right, guys. Well, with that last minute deep talk, um, I wish you guys the best week and I'm excited to watch you all as you embark on the journey of loving yourself. And I will see you hopefully next week. All right. Bye, guys.